0: now we're rolling damage plan mma podcast i'm jason as always my co-host mr zach partridge is back in the house what up up, dog
1: Ah, missed you guys on friday but
0: it was fun it was almost like you were here because you were commenting the whole time
1: well we were we were driving yeah we were driving up to idaho family family baptism you know so yeah
0: hey uh blake was he was coming out hot man with some with some crazy picks, he was coming out hot yeah he had some he had some flyers in there.
1: Yeah, he missed. Hey, you, he was, you missed every shot you don't take, right? That's true.
0: That's true. I like it. He comes on his first time on, he's like, "Hey man, I'm going to I'm just going to shoot for the stars." And he yeah. did.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> Hey, you'll, did you you'll see learn. consistency is <laughs> key? I picked 12 out of 14, right? So, you know.
0: Did you see um that this week coming up that the road to the UFC is on? Have you heard of that? No. I didn't know about it either, and I just read into it. So Road it's to it's the kind, UFC. Yeah, it's kind of like the Ultimate Fighter over in Asia, but they they train in their own ho- hometowns, and it's like a tournament. So round one is Thursday. There's two. There's four rounds.
1: No, four rounds. Ah, oh, they're, they're 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 treading into ONE FC territory.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. So it's the Asian. So it looks pretty cool.
1: I, th- I like what, it. What weight class?
0: Uh, I just had it up. It's like, um, so Thursday is one twenty-five, one thirty-five, one forty-five, and one fifty-five. Those are oh, the weight classes.
1: Watch out, dude! Yeah. Those weight classes over in Asia are stacked.
0: Yeah, that um. Well, you don't watch boxing. I was going to say that that little kid from. A kid from Japan, that annoy kid, he's mm-hmm. bites at 118. He's a stud. It's good.
1: Not that bites at 118.
0: Yeah, he's 118. Weighs 180. How about that? Hey, that's where Pacquiao started. 118? Yeah, I think Pacquiao started right around there.
1: That's cool. It sounds like a female weight class. <laughs> <laughs> Hey!
0: Before we get started with our recap, if you are a business owner and you're looking for some advertisement opportunities, June 25th at the Maverick Center, we have some sponsorship um, spots available. Contact Zachary. It's a great opportunity. Great opportunity.
1: Yeah, we got some. We have some cool packages for people.
0: Cool packages, a lot of exposure, pay per view. I'm excited. Yeah. We have some ju- jiu-jitsu mixed in with some MMA, little combat jujitsu. jitsu that, that story you posted where the guys... Oh. Oh, oh, man.
1: Concussion protocol from a jiu-jitsu match. That's right. Does
0: anybody do that at your gym? Does any of the guys up there do that?
1: Depends on the opponent.
0: <laughs> Depends on who shows up.
1: If I'm rolling with Mason. Yeah. You're, right. sla-
0: yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> Jerome Hatch in the house. Dude, I love the little back and forth between Jerome Hatch and uh what's what's the guy's name? What was the other guy's name? Uh, Brewster. Yeah. Let's yeah, that fight needs guys. to happen. That fight needs to happen. I think Jerome has
1: some big news soon why he's not gonna be on this next fierce card, but got a big opportunity. But uh I, I fight so Jerome's gonna go take care of business on his big okay. opportunity, and then I think I think that uh Jerome Hatch Brewster fight needs to happen. Yeah, it needs to happen.
0: Um All right, dude, let's uh, recap this. I'll be calling you, Zach. Oh, ooh, ooh, I'll be calling you, Zach. Does that mean we can do it
1: now? Call me, Jerome. You got my number. Just call me after the podcast. You know what? There's not much worse, though, than people that know I'm podcasting and text me during the podcast, (laughs) Sajun, or, you know, or, uh, yeah, you know. (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, But... uh, uh, yeah so
0: listening to us on the beach i love it blake is just chilling on no, the beach man good
1: life, Blake.
0: we should have had him called in just on the beach
1: no no because then i i not just hate him
0: a little jelly i like him and i
1: just have to hate him yeah hawaii i'm jealous
0: blake might tap you out dude
1: he's got a better you know, chance than you how about that
0: he does have a better chance than me because yeah. I ain't tapping anybody out. <laughs>
1: Hold on, Blake. How long have you been trading? We need a roll. He, he
0: said a couple years. Uh, didn't Didn't you hear I the think, part on the podcast where he I said think, he? Well, he wasn't I was going to take. Oh, oh,
1: tra- I was driving, so the service was in and out. He said no shoeies.
0: He didn't want to make any shoey bets, and he didn't want to do any liver shot bets. I definitely have a better. <laughs> He's not giving me any credit. He's not giving me no credit. I don't None.
1: know. You. I get I know no credit.
0: Look at you. Four years in November, they, there it is. You guys have the same. You guys have the uh-huh. same amount of experience.
1: Almost. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, in November. I'll be five and a half years. So I'll be close.
0: Ooh, he's quick though. He's smaller. He's gonna have the speed advantage.
1: He's take it back. <laughs> Dude, can't run forever. Zach is four. Ooh, now you got Dylan talking no, trash d- on you. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, you quit looking in the mirror. You got it wrong. Your name's Dylan. I'm Zach. You're four feet tall.
0: Dylan I got to go on Dylan's podcast on yeah I'm a little hurt he didn't even ask me I know he just left you out he'd
1: ask you first little uh you know we're (laughs) supposed to be ginger brothers and he didn't even hit me up hey Dylan's what hey if he if he if he uh more associates himself with gray-headed or no-haired people that's fine but Dylan you're out (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh man. You were in
1: Idaho, he said. He knew. So I do you think Idaho doesn't have cell phone reception at 8 30 at night? All I was doing no, was playing UFC probably show. not. All I was doing was playing UFC forgives. Tell up us how
0: team. No, wait, tell us how that went for you. No, be be, be real.
1: I lost. <laughs> lost my nephews.
0: Did they have the juiced up players like Hunter?
1: No, no, we did a heavyweight tournament and then a lightweight tournament. And then the Zach's the, taller. Oh, for sure I'm taller. Zach's taller. Um, yeah. Uh the the only problem was is so what we did is you drew a number out of a hat and then you got to so if you got the number one pick, we did two 10-man tournaments. So if you got because there was five of us. So if you drew a number out of a hat, then you got to pick the very first heavyweight, right? And then yeah, let's do it. And then uh, we'll do it on Twitch or stream it, stream it live. Yes. yes. And uh, yeah, so we got the number one heavyweight. And then, you know, if you got the second pick, you got to pick the second. And then we did like snake draft. So f- the fifth person got five and six, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But um, I'm a- I made a good run with Anthony Rumble Johnson. I got him all the way to the finals, but ultimately it just wasn't enough. The young ones. Lost to Cain Velasquez in the finals. Ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: But with Rumble, I did knock out Francis Ngannou.
0: Oh, did you really?
1: I did. I did. Them young kids, they didn't know about Rumble.
0: They They don't know know about Rumble. They don't know about the punching power. They
1: don't know about juiced up Rumble. Uh,
0: All right. Let's uh, recap this card from this weekend. Uh, First fight of the night was Aaron Blanchfield and J.J. Aldrich. Hey, J.J. looked good. JJ looked good for the first round. In
1: fact, yeah, you I, know got, what, though?
0: I thought she and won the so first round.
1: That's how good Aaron Blanchfield is. Is she could be uh, have a C plus night and JJ was at an is was at her best. Blanchfield was at a C plus night and she still got the finish inside too. Yeah. Like yeah. she's an animal, dude. When when you so John Jones, it reminds me of a young John Jones, who even when he wasn't at his best, he was still finishing people. Yeah. yeah. Cause there were fights that he wasn't always like Vitor almost armbarred him and like, he had some scary moments, but he always found a way to win.
0: She's going to be one to watch out for.
1: Brian Ortega. Remember Brian Ortega, like he, he's won more fights in the third round being down. O2 going to the third round and then finishing people. Oh yeah. Anybody, you know? When you're that good, like you just have that to rely on. It's I, I, I think Aaron Blanchfield's special. I do.
0: She, I'm I'm a fan. Uh Fiji, that's Askar Mozara. Oh, we're getting Mazarov. to that. Oh, yeah, we're, we're getting get to that. that. We'll get to that. Remember when uh, Jason
1: picked that dork? I whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh
0: I didn't bet it. Let's just put it that way. I wasn't putting money on the guy. Oh, um man. next fight of the night, Ranu Faruq Faret. Dinov for Red Dinov, Dinov, Dinov. Don't bet against Russia. Against this, you don't, dude. He's he's a problem. He's what scared. is up with those 170 years, man? There are some monsters at
1: 170. Holy So crap. 155 is like the perfect balance of athleticism and power, right? Those guys, like, that's the weight class, right? And we're going to have that debate. Did you see the TikTok that I sent you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. I haven't
0: looked at it. No, I haven't looked at it. Which
1: weight, weight class? What are your top five weight classes? Okay. Um, okay. But Dude. 170, I feel like is the weight class that you go from. It's not the balance anymore. Like 145 down, it's more skill, right? The skilled guys are a lot more. 155 is the perfect balance. Now 170, not saying they're not skilled, but 170 up is like where the power comes. And some yeah. of those 170 years, I'm like, man, if I was going to make a career out of this, I'd be like, well, I got to get to 155.
0: Well, then you're st- – <laughs> do you think that, that's the same
1: – no, I'm just so you, now you I'm got this guy
0: who's a smothering wrestler, and you got Shavkot Rachmanov in there, Sean Brady's in there. How about Sean Brady wanting to fight Chamaiev?
1: Sign me up, dude. Sign me up, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I think I take Sean Brady. I I like Sean Brady. I love Sean Brady. I like Sean Brady a lot. I just want one me. American wrestler to beat a Russian. That's all I want. <laughs>
0: Sean Brady might be our only hope. No, In that division. Oh, yeah. His knockout. Holy. Wow.
1: He made a nice debut.
0: Uh, next up, we have Jeff Molina and Zahagas Zumagulov. That was a fun fight back and forth. Really,
1: really fun fight. Again, the, the glory MMA guy. I just, they're always prepared. They're always, always prepared. prepared. Razors did win.
0: Did you see who called out Molina? Uh, Mohamed Mok- Makaev?
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, some good fights.
1: Uh, Odie, uh, Osborne. Didn't... Odie, Odie Osborne. Did Osborne? Where? I think Odie Osborne called out Jeff Molina too.
0: Oh, did he? Ooh. I think he did. Ooh. Did you see that thing that uh, Ode Osborne was the f- – he's the first um, 125er to have a KO this year? Really? Nobody in that. I saw it on. It was on TikTok or something. Instagram. He, yeah, he's the, the first one this year.
1: 125 er to get a KO
0: this year. Yeah. Yep. It's June. I know. I. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Um. Tony. Tony Gravely. Johnny Munoz Jr. I. Well, boom. I think we are one, two, three, four. I'm four for four right now. I'm four uh, for four.
1: I think Blake was on Munoz Jr. on that one. Blake. Blake,
0: I think he was. And he was on Zumagulov on the split decision.
1: I mean, you can't hate on somebody for losing a split decision. No. But no. I, mean,
0: I did just watch the St. Denise and Stoles fight. St. Denise
1: is another guy. I, I'm not as sold on him. I don't think Stoles is like super great. Yeah. Um, St. Denise definitely has some skills though, but I don't really like see him as like a big problem.
0: Was that a short notice fight? No, I don't think it was. I don't think so. Um this
1: next one is.
0: Next one was Daniel Argueta and Damon Jackson. That was a fun fight.
1: So Argueta, so you know, like for me too, I'm really high on the, the tough guys, right? Like yeah. You've been on tough and you showed well on tough. I think that's a really good indicator that you're going you're gonna to have a good UFC career. Yeah, and Argueda. If I had to be critical, th- this is MMA. This isn't boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the sexy, uh, big, undefeated record is just most of the time that's a that's an alarm rather than a good thing in MMA. If I see yeah. a big, sexy, undefeated record, I'm going, "Oh, he fought cans all the way up, right? Or he handpicked, or he was, or or he just didn't face tough enough opponents." Yeah. Um, Argueda, I feel like. He probably could have protected that L a little bit better, though, against Damon Jackson. Stylistically, it just—I just don't think it was a smart fight for him to take on short notice, coming up a weight class. Like, if you're going to take on a an MFA like that, like just a yeah. tough dude, at least do it in your weight class. Don't go up.
0: Do you think he was just—he just took the fight because now he's got—he's going to have a four-fight contract now.
1: Oh, was he not signed by the UFC? I don't.
0: I don't think so because I read. I think well, Greg Jackson that's made post, a then sure. Then Greg Jackson that, made a post.
1: That that's a little bit different, um, but good for him. I mean, good showing. Like so, Damian Jackson was like, I I like I think he I think he's a giant problem at 145 because of his skill set. He's going to give a lot of people just fits. Like I think he's the Marab of the 145. He's just a takedown machine. And he gets on people's back and you can't get him off.
0: Did you see Dutch and um, Josh Hernandez's comments about that fight, about that first round? No. They, uh, well, Dutch made a post about in the group about let's talk about the round one. Well, I hadn't watched that fight. I was at Shaley's birthday party. Um, so the first round, Jackson pretty much had his back the whole round. The whole round. The whole round. But, um, Argetta was landed some hard shots.
1: Yeah, busted up, cool. busted
0: up his eye. Yeah, and both of those guys felt that gave that first round to Dan. What
1: is? What did you think? I, I thought
0: not just I mean, the control. You're the he, judges.
1: he, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think he, he, I didn't, I didn't think that. So the punches that hurt the worst are the ones you don't see. And you don't really expect when you're on somebody's back like that to get punched that hard. But some people have it. What up, Mason? Um, Mason? Some people um, have a tendency to be able to do that. Like I have, there's a guy that that I trained with at one hit where he does, he can, like, if you get his back, like, you better tuck your head because he'll punch. And it's not Mason. He has pillow hands. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know and you have to you do have to kind of tuck your head because when he punches you know he he can generate some power with it yeah but i don't know if it creates enough to negate the the control and it's not like Jackson's just hanging on he's he's digging for submissions the whole round too
0: that that's what i felt that the cuz he 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 had a rear naked choke in a couple times two or three times i mean but if you go off the rules they are looking for damage.
1: And I thought it was like significant strikes were like fights, like the damage, like something that could end the fight. You can hit somebody from there and create damage, but not, not be um, in like close to the end of the fight. Like you're not going to knock somebody out doing this. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. might mark them up a little bit, but you're not going to knock them out.
0: I felt Jackson was closer to finishing the fight.
1: For sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's, that's, what, that's what I thought. So, but- those guys. Maybe are the we're judges.
1: wrong. I mean, D- Dutch would know better than I would. But how? How I thought. I like. It's just one of those things. I, I understand like the criteria, but it's one of those things. I feel like when I look at something and I'm like, I know who won the fight. You know, I've, it's like football. You know, in football, the controversy of what a catch is and what what it isn't. I don't need a definition. I can look at something and be like, that's a yeah, catch or that's yeah. not a catch.
0: I, you know, everybody's complaining about the judging. I think the announcers the commentators not understanding the judging criteria Problems. hurts a lot because they're talking about stuff on on their when they're commentating it's like wait a minute you, you guys don't even you guys don't even understand the rules
1: you mean when you, you guys things, are, you mean when somebody gets whooped for you know for four and a half minutes and then gets a takedown and go take oh, oh i might have stole the round there stole
0: the round with the takedown it's like yeah. come
1: on man yeah that's a problem
0: uh, all right. What do we have next here? What do we have next? We have Joe Selecki and Alex Da Silva. Selecki sure with the one
1: that I picked correctly. That
0: yes, you did.
1: Y'all did not.
0: No, we didn't. Uh, but this one you did pick wrong. Carolina Kawalsky, okay. I'm tongue twister today. Police to Herring.
1: She has not looked good since since she lost to Joanna. Yeah. That was just strictly a. She hasn't shown me anything really to have any conf- confidence in her. I know Felice Herrig isn't a world beater, but she's usually tough and durable. I. I mean, okay, I took an L on a lot of coin flip fight.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
1: Well, like I took it. money on it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just know? like me, just like me and the dude that left his record Askar mozara no, that was bad against- that was a
1: bad pick that was, <laughs> was a bad pick that was pick. a it bad pick. was i not yeah no.
0: oh that was a horrible pick oh okay. man let's
1: talk about this dork real quick yeah dude menfield was pissed too after did face.
0: he say something to him or he's just mad because oh, of the record
1: he was just like mean mugging him and trying to and like right before he got taken down that last time he like yeah you know like in his mm-hmm. face and Medville just takes it down and just smashes him with his elbows. Yeah, he did.
0: Those elbows were hard.
1: Here's the thing. So the people that don't know. So he apparently changed his name three different times and then convinced Sherdog sure in Tapology that his previous two aliases wasn't in fact him and to remove those losses off of his record. Like if you're the UFC and, and you find out about this, do you just shred up his deal?
0: I I I mean, does he still have a deal? Does he have a four fight deal, or is that was he just one and done?
1: Because uh, yeah. I don't know
0: how a guy that's nineteen and thirteen gets in the UFC. I mean, I'm not trying to hate, but
1: I mean, and he, he he's not good. Like Menfield made it look easy. Like I, get, he's a big, strong dude. Won a bare knuckle boxing match before that. He's big, strong dude, intimidating dude. Obviously, has no problem walking forward. But dude, this is MMA. Anybody with any type of ground game, like Menfield, took him down so easily.
0: Oh, so easy.
1: You know, like I mean, he just taking him down, boom. Yeah. Just, okay, cool. When he got in that crucifix, too. Oh. He
0: he said that he fought in China and he didn't know they were going on his record. Is is what I read. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows. Hey, whatever you got to do, he's there, You he made it.
1: I, I just like wonder if all this comes out and the UFC goes, "And you're gone. Goodbye."
0: Why don't why don't you just do that to do that? Just fluff your record a little bit, get in there. Beat up a bunch of 12-year-olds. Fight freaking Sean Brady or or Kamara Usman. I'm ready for the champ.
1: For a payday? For payday. Hey, if you pay me enough money, I'll get in the cage with anybody. Pay me, pay me, if you pay me enough money, I'll get in the cage with anybody. I'll fight Kamara Usman for the right price.
0: What's the right price? What would be the right price?
1: Ooh. Throw me a number. I
0: don't know. what What's well, the con- contracts are what? 12 and 12 for the first one? What if they gave you? Oh,
1: no, got to make more than 12 and 12 to fight tomorrow. This you got to okay. understand, probably going to break my jaw.
0: Well, what if you just try to take him down and he just slammed you and then choked you out or something?
1: That would be bad.
0: Did he have concussion
1: symptoms for like a month?
0: 50 Gs, 100 Gs?
1: Oh, I'm getting in the cage with pretty much anybody for 100 Gs that's for not 30. Francis Ngannou. <laughs> I'd fight Brock Lesnar for 100 Gs.
0: For 100 he would spear you, dude.
1: That's fine. I've been tackled <laughs> a thousand times in football practice by fat people. It's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, Odey Osborne and Zaruk Dashev, Dashev. Um, that was fun while it lasted for the minute.
1: Dude, Odey Osborne
0: I, I I like I listened to his post fight thing and I liked how he said he's 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 very precise and technical so he wanted to be a little awkward with his strikes and that's how he caught him I like I like Odie high
1: intelligent Hey yeah. it was in the corner of our boy Will Gibson I think those two like I mean they they IQ fight IQ level and you, know what, you know what shocked me when we went so Odie Osborne was up at our our uh, fierce challenger series fight cornering Will Gibson. Yeah. When I shook his hand, I told him I was a fan of watching him fight, you know. And I shook his hand. I looked at him. I was like, "That's a big 125." He's
0: a big 125er. Yeah, standing next to him in the cage, he's big.
1: Like, you what know, like
0: five. Seven? He's a big dude. Yeah, he's five seven. It's pretty big for
1: 125. Thanks hmm. to Jamaica.
0: All right. Next All up, right. we have Kareen Silva and Pauliana Botello.
1: Yeah, you guys, were on Patello. Toronto, I just the guys, experience, man. I'm just. I told you,
0: it, it was a coin flip fight for me. I just I told
1: you, yeah. Karina was. The I know.
0: Pit. I know she's a dog. She is a dog.
1: Why don't you just pick me? Why don't you just ride with uh, me,
0: Lucas Almeida and Mike Trezano.
1: Okay,
0: this oh, is my only. This is, my,
1: this is only my other L. Can you put your phone on silent? We're on a we're we're on a highly pop on a high popular podcast. You put your phone on time,
0: please. yeah i just did i don't know why it, it well my computer it comes off of my computer wow i have one of those really? mac those mac minis wow. so when it rings
1: mac d-bag got it dude
0: they're deal with the program bro the macs are the best
1: never um this is only my second l though mike trisano um i don't hate it dude i think i will say this this is this is a cop-out and an excuse i think that headbutt could have affected the outcome of that fight
0: I thought it did too. After that, I I did.
1: Like I thought, Mike was trying to be tough with it. But when you have blood running in your eyes like that, because he even said he's like, "Yeah, blood just in my eyes." But like yeah. after but it's like, dude,
0: that's it, got to throw you off. Yeah, I don't hate it. All right, Mozart, Ivalov, and Danny. It, it's
1: bleeding in his right eye. He gets knocked out with a left hook. Right, yeah. can't see it coming.
0: That was it was a fun fight though. Yeah. Um evilov and Dan Ige. I like lo- I mean I'm a fan of Evilov. I'm a fan.
1: He's I he's, mean he's... what next for Evilov?
0: Oh man, let me pull up. Let's pull Remember up. Remember some...
1: when I said bet the house on Blanchfield, Jackson, and Evilov.
0: Yeah. You were right on. I wonder who so Featherway, Ivalov, where's he at? So he's at Thirteen. You got to think he moves up to at oh least ten. Oh my gosh, 10.
1: he's at thirteen.
0: Well, that's that's not updated.
1: So I you got to think bro, he, <laughs> he's he, at thirteen.
0: So he takes Egey spot. What about a Bryce Mitchell?
1: That's, a, oh, that's no. the first one I said.
0: He called out Arnold Allen afterwards. Is who he called out. He if I'm Arnold
1: wanted, Allen, I don't want that fight at all. I want somebody to stand with me.
0: Josh Even Arnold
1: Allen could be doppelgangers of each other.
0: You got Josh Emmett in there.
1: Josh Emmett and Calvin Cater are fighting next weekend.
0: Oh, is it next weekend?
1: Oh, this weekend, UFC two, 275. Yeah, uh, I forgot those
0: two are lined up.
1: Yeah, Ortega Cater and Rodriguez
0: are lined up too, right? What? Ortega and um, Yair, Yair are, are lined up too, right?
1: Ortega pieces him up. You think so? Oh, yeah, dog.
0: Ortega's not piecing up Yair Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, piecing him, in up, him and up, strangle
0: him. He might strangle him, but he's not piecing him up.
1: Strangle him.
0: So, oh yeah, Calvin Cater. It's the eighteenth. Is Cater and Emmett fight night?
1: Yeah. So two weeks. Two weeks. Like I
0: two said, Who else is on that card?
1: I don't know, but I know that
0: one: Cerrone, Lozano, Tim Means, and Kevin Holland. Ooh, Tim Means? Isn't that the one with the? He's the one that was causing a little controversy. Was it him?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Ooh. Oh, Yanes and Tony Kelly. Okay, no, it was Tony Kelly. Tony Kelly.
1: Oh yeah, Tony, Ke- Tony no, Kelly. Tony Kelly and yeah, dirty effing Brazilians.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: yeah. His girlfriend. That oh, was wow. him. Oh
0: yeah, Cody oh. Statement and Eddie Weinland.
1: All right. Eddie uh, Weinland still fighting.
0: Yeah, did, he's didn't Sean
1: O'Malley kill him?
0: Uh, yeah, Sean O'Malley killed him. Uh, Castaneda killed him.
1: Uh no, but like O'Malley put him to sleep sleep. Um, any, anyways, there's still a fight on this card, sir.
0: Yeah, I was just looking at that. Sorry. We have the, we on the main event, Volkov and uh, Rosenstrup.
1: So I felt really good about Volkov. Like I felt really, really, really good about Volkov. Because I think Rosenstrup kind of sucks
0: uh yeah I actually was gonna you you kind of turned me on to Volkov the more we well, start talking about it I'm just like well
1: I said well this is what I said I said and I wish I was on the podcast I almost like wanted to call in to make this point their trajectories kind of altered on two two specific punches Rosenstruck was losing all five rounds until out the buzzer he busts Alistair Overeem's face I mean that fight that that punch lands three seconds later and he doesn't get the stoppage and loses all five rounds yep right and then volkov was cruising to a three-round win and gets knocked out by derrick lewis in the last few seconds of their fight yep both of those punches both those fights land five seconds earlier volkov that's a win and rose's troop that's a loss and i'm like i just I'm like, man, like when you're just, when you're only hope it's just that one big shot, I mean, beating a way old JDS for Rosenstruck, it's just, I'm just, I just, I don't think Rosenstruck's that good. I think and the heavyweights are getting, like, he's not on the level of like the top five, six heavyweights.
0: Like Tom Aspinall and those guys. No,
1: he's nowhere close. No. Where I think Volkov, skill-wise can hang with those guys I think so too he loses but yeah. he, he he like belongs in that little like four, five, six mix right
0: he he's got 45 fights he's only 33 years old like he's yeah. he's still got four or five more years left if he wanted it maybe
1: <laughs> excuse me you know former Bellator champ all the experience in the world um will fight anybody and everybody I i I think i think he's a little bit underrated actually because he's a heavyweight that doesn't have like the huge one punch knockout ko power
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but he's an awkward skill set that dude he could give a lot i mean dude derek lewis fought for the title twice and he pretty much handled him for two minutes and fifty-two seconds. Yeah. So that tells you his skills are right there to hang with the best in the world. Like, like if you want to, if you want me to be totally honest, like I think he's somebody that could give Francis fits. Now I do think Francis eventually lands that big shot. Catches I him. do, but like. He'd make him work for it, you know. I think so.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: He I agree. he's an interesting one for me. I think like he, he might be the, the gatekeeper in the UFC's top five. He'll float between like five and eight over the next five years.
0: What what does Rosenstruck do? What does Rosenstruck do right now?
1: I, I don't know. Martian Tibora. Have they fought?
0: Mm, let's see here.
1: I wanna say no. That's I think that I fight like that makes sense, right? Ty Burrow. he you could
0: put him in there with almost anybody at heavyweight. JDS is gone, Sakai is pretty much gone, Alowski, like you could put him in there with docus Docus would be interesting. Sergey Pavlovich, Romanov.
1: That's not nice.
0: But yeah, Romanov's 13. You're just going to put him as like the gatekeeper to the top 10? Rosenstruk? <laughs> He's just
1: like. That's the thing. I I, I honestly, I don't think Rosenstruk's a top 10 heavyweight. I don't think so either. I, I don't think he possesses enough skills. All right. Sorry.
0: What was your. Okay. What are we going to talk about the best division?
1: Yeah. They said, what are your five best divisions in MMA? I saw DC and Ryan Clark talk about it. Okay. Who and- do you got? And it, it it really comes down to me is, so I think number one in the flagship division in the UFC, the most coveted title in the UFC is 155.
0: I agree right there. I'll take, yep. I agree with that.
1: Then right now I would have to, just because I think that the champion is the pound for pound number two guy in the world probably is 145 and that's Volkov and how deep 145 is
0: 145 is very deep I'll have to agree with you there I was trying to I was going to try to make a case for Bantamweight but I don't think bantamweight's as is as deep as and I don't
1: think Aljo is as dominant as Volkov is
0: I don't think he's as dominant but I'm actually starting to like Aljo a little bit I I was impressed with with Aljo can
1: get there I'm just saying I don't think Aljo has the credentials like.
0: No, not yet.
1: Like Volkov. I feel like is flirting with Usman as the pound for pound. Number one,
0: a hundred percent. And that's I not agree.
1: an indicative. That's not Usman's not being impressive. That's just how freaking good Volkov is right now.
0: Yeah. No, right? he's looked phenomenal. Okay. I'm or, with or you on those
1: Volkov. Volkanovsky, Volk. Okay. So, um, and then three, I would have to go Bantam weight. Okay. Because it is so top heavy right there. Okay. But then it gets interesting. <laughs> do you go flyweight or do you go welterweight? You ready for this? Yeah. I think it's heavyweight.
0: I. I don't know if I'd put.
1: And, and let me argue the DC argument that I really liked here. Okay. You have Stipe Miocic. Okay who is the greatest heavyweight of all time, who's still in the mix, right? He's not retired. No. You have John Jones, who is the greatest of all time at 205, that is apparently going to make his return at some point this year or next year at heavyweight if he makes that return. If he does. So you have the greatest heavyweight of all time and the greatest light heavyweight and greatest fighter of all time in one division. And then not to mention, and they're not even the champ then you have francis and then you have gade and then you have tom aspidal you have Ty Tuivasa, and you have the dude it's like there, it's it's kind of the deepest and most exciting it's ever been too heavy heavyweight is the best it's ever been right now and what do we always call yeah. the heavy heavyweight champ
0: he's the he's the bad the heavyweight champ he's the baddest, man, he's on the the baddest man on the planet yeah
1: and it's like Dude, there's a lot of dudes that like heavy, like heavyweight to me is more fun than
0: 170. Oh, uh, 170's just got that. They, I'm like looking at Shavkot, Ragmanov.
1: No, it's fun, dude. 170, but but who are those? Okay, are, okay do you actually okay. believe that any of those are beating Kamara Usman?
0: Um The guys that are coming up, I think, are going to have a really. But they're good not shot. even in the
1: top five. The guys that you're not, with not even in the top five yet. Like they could easily Kobe. be there. Yeah, we've already seen the Colby fight. We've already seen the Gilbert Burns fight. Yeah, uh, Gilbert Burns kind of showed that Chibabe isn't unbeatable. Like he showed that yeah. he's human, right? Okay. Um, Jorge Masvidal's still up there somehow. Uh, Leon Edwards yes. doesn't do it for anybody. Like, like uh, okay. champion to five six. Okay. The heavyweight uh, division is funner than welterweight. You,
0: okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Right. What, gonna, you're, you, what about uh, strawweight, women's strawweight? It's sneaky good. Sneaky good. Rose, Wei Marina Rodriguez, Mackenzie Burnt Dern, Jessica Andras. You haven't
1: even named the Matt champion Hibis, yet. You haven't even named the I champion know. yet.
0: Carlos Barza. <laughs> Sorry.
1: You know, I'm telling you, that is sneaky good, right? Like yeah, it's
0: a it's, sneaky good with I'll, I'll give you the heavyweight one. I'll give you the heavyweight over the welterweight one. I'll give you that one too. I'm, okay, I'm with you on that one too.
1: Flyweight, I'm out because really, it's just Figgy Moreno, Kaikar France. Really, a- right?
0: Oscar, Oscarov, you're not giving him any any love.
1: Didn't he just lose to Kai France? So he's kind of out of the no. Country. They're
0: supposed to fight, aren't
1: they? No, Kai France just beat him.
0: Did he? Where have I been? I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
1: right. Now, Kai Carr, France and Brandon Marino are going to fight for the interim title. For the
0: interim title. That's right. Okay. So we got. That's good. Is that three or is that four? That's three, right?
1: No, we're we're at lightweight, 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 featherweight, 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 bantamweight, heavyweight. So what's your number five? Well, women's uh, strawweight, or is it win- gonna, or is it men's welterweight?
0: That's close. Light heavyweight's not doing it for me right now.
1: No, because Yuri's gonna win.
0: Middleweight's not doing it for me right now.
1: he's head and shoulders above everybody.
0: I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the women some love. I'm gonna go strawweight. I don't hate it. I'm gonna give the women some love. I don't
1: hate it. I think it's deeper than welter. Well, maybe not deeper, but top heavy.
0: I mean, there's you even look at uh, flyweight women's flyweight too, but nah, get out of here. Nobody's 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 beating Chef
1: Nobody's even close.
0: are Are you giving Santos any shot?
1: Nope. Nothing.
0: Not even a shot.
1: Bet my friggin' whatever on it.
0: You're betting the house. Yeah. Dude, she's big. She's, she's strong. At all. She's long. Cool. <laughs> you're like great. That's not going to matter.
1: By the way, what's her last name? Shako. She's Russian. She's she's hey, literally the like.
0: For your next fight, if you don't wear one of those fur hats to the cage, like like Shabkat Rogmanov, you're gonna lose. I'm just <laughs> saying that's like a superpower. You wear that damn hat to the cage. <laughs> So, Sevchenko, let's just say she wins. Let's, okay, let's just go ahead and say that. Okay, she wins. Does she get a Sparza at the end of the year? She champ champ? Because I think we both called her being champ champ by the end of the year, right?
1: No, it's not a Sparza. She'd go up and fight Juliana Pena.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Pena, Pena, Pena. Sorry. Yes, that's, I'm looking at it wrong. Yeah.
1: Oh, she pieces up Pena.
0: What if it's what if it's um, Nunez? What if Nunez beats Pena in the rematch?
1: I don't think she beats her.
0: You don't think so? You don't think she'll come out hungry? I think she'll. I,
1: I don't think it matters. I think Juliana Pena is Amanda Nunez's perfect kryptonite, and then, um, I think Amanda Nunez leaving American Top Team after a loss and going and starting her own camping thing is like the beginning of the end of her greatness. Yeah. Like, I agree. Like one loss, you've been you've been with that team that's built you up that whole way, and then you lose. By the way, you lose exactly how Juliana Pena said she would beat you. The same way you lost to Kat Zinganu is stay in your face, bite down on her mouthpiece, and, dude, like, Juliana Pena bugs me. Like when she talks, like, this season of The Ultimate Fighter – is just, who's the most active women's fighter in the UFC? I think it's Valentina Shevchenko.
0: I think it is too.
1: Like she's know. always fighting. I'm trying. To... Um, But the way that Juliana Pena like, t- said, I can beat Amanda Nunez and told her why and told her how, and then did exactly that. And, you, you know, I'm just like, I think it's even, I think she's in her head. Like, she mcgregor her.
0: She did McGregor. She
1: mcgregor would her. She and, and And she did. And I'm sorry, Juliana Pena, um, she didn't even have that choking type. That was
0: No, 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 not even or, close. Or
1: Amanda Nunez to tap when it wasn't even under the chin as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt.
0: I think she just gassed. I think she was just tired.
1: I think she just, yeah. I know, but I'm saying she broke her. She made her quit. She quit. that kind did. That she night, she did. broke her. And when you break somebody like that, I don't think you're going to turn around on a rematch. Oh, and by the way, leave everybody that got you to where you've been. They built Amanda into a champ. And the other thing I came out, is, did you see the article where she did the interview where Amanda Nunez did the interview about how she felt threatened with like Kayla Harrison? And yeah, um, somebody else came to American Top Team that she's like, these are my enemies, what are they doing here? And da, 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 da. And like she was like threatened by it. Um, I don't think I she had like, a bad week. You know what? That's not like a, to me, that's not a championship mentality.
0: Well, not only that, she they just had a baby yeah so life is changing you got a family yeah. you got a kid not to say other okay. people don't but it's,
1: okay no, it's new go. but that's the one thing you're you're exactly right it's the one thing that people don't take into consideration is fighters have real lives right mm-hmm. you know there's stuff that happens in our everyday lives that affect our performance at work oh, no yeah right i mean all the time you hear about it all the time we remember that one kid that was uh that law, missed weight by like it obscene about like 13 pounds at fight island and yep. blame the bad fish or whatever yeah then we found yep. out it's because he just found out the day before his wife miscarried their kid yeah yep you know like they they have real they have real life things and 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 you you I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not this isn't a criticism of pena but she's a mom And she won as a mom already, like before that. That wasn't her first time fighting as a mom. But, you know, life's a little different. Um, And she has to share that responsibility with her wife, who's a fighter.
0: Who's a fighter as as well, well. yeah.
1: Right? And so it's not just that. But then, lastly, you have to understand, too, it's a little bit of the Conor McGregor effect, too. Amanda, how hungry are you? Champ champ forever. You're the woman goat for everybody ever. Everybody's telling you um how yeah. great you are you know you made a lot of money probably more money than she ever thought she'd ever make you know you beat chris cyborg easily pretty much so it's like are are you really that focused once you lose that focus so here's a this this might be wrong and this isn't an absolute rule yeah but once you lose that elite focus i don't know if you get it back
0: I got to agree, man.
1: That's like once Connor lost his elite focus, like he's, we, we can all see it. He's not genuine in press conferences. Anymore. No, he's nope. not the mystic Mac where he knows it's going to happen and speaks it into existence. He's yep. forcing it. Yep. Right. He lost that focus. You can't, you don't just get it back. And Amanda Nunez, I don't believe, is that something that she can just get back?
0: Silk sheets, as Dutch says, yeah. Silk sheets, sleepy, yeah. I, I, that's what makes it so impressive with guys like Volkanovski, Usman, Oliveira. Those guys are dogs, man.
1: Like Oliveira, Us-
0: this le-
1: Usman to me is the most impressive because as a champion, he's still he's still adding tools to his belt. I, I, yeah. It, and and now we're seeing it with Volk as well, right? Like, they're getting better.
0: It's I thought it was impressive what Oliveira did with the whole weight miss thing, whether he did or didn't. But being stripped of the belt right before the title, mentally, and then you got to come in there and I mean, that's it's pretty impressive.
1: He's just better. was I mean, thing to lose concern.
0: You know what? They made they the commentators made a point on the broadcast on Saturday about how a lot of these guys are getting these sports psychologists now.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I'm not saying um Oh no, I didn't hear that. I wouldn't be surprised. Dad, he actually he hand actually hand. he actually alluded to that um like last year, year or two yeah. ago that he, he didn't he didn't know how much longer he was gonna do it.
0: Well, oh, he's, he's still on the hand. The hand's not healing quite right, is it? I
1: don't
0: know. Maybe he wants that boxing money. Give it not to him. I'm not interested in watching that. I'm not interested in watching it, but I think he should take it if the opportunity's there.
1: Maybe. Yeah. But guess what? If he does that, same thing's going to happen to him that happened to Connor. 100%. 100%.
0: What do you think about his brother in the on the Ultimate Fighter? I'm Did you see his fight?
1: Cheering for him. Cheering for him. Muhammad definitely isn't his brother, Kamara, but I'm cheering for him. Yeah.
0: We got a uh, Clay Collard fighting PFL in two weeks. Nice, seventeenth, 17th, 17th. Nice. Yeah. What else? Oh, I
1: forgot. Here? So we have Ultimate Fighter again tomorrow night. Last week was the Bobby Maximus episode.
0: Oh yeah, Bobby Maximus. I kept caught that the following day.
1: So after I got blasted by our good friend Carl Sims and others about that I needed to calm down and that Bobby was a is a beast and and this and that, um I stand by what I said. He did not belong on that show. I'm sure, he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy I know it was to serve a purpose but at the end and I know he was brought in as a publicity stunt but he was not there to be a publicity stunt he was there to compete and I give him credit for that but at the end of the day they took the spot from somebody uh, aspiring to make this their career and gave it to somebody who hadn't fought in a cage in 13 years
0: but are they are they changing it as more of a publicity thing and it's not necessarily, you have to be the best fighter to get in there in there. If
1: they do that, the, the, I mean they're trying to get keep the show relevant.
0: I honestly I, I'm I, I can't even get into it.
1: I, yeah, I, 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 I I'm, I'm actually, having a hard
0: time of getting into it
1: this year. That's fine that he has a big following on social media, but you know what? You, you I'm sorry. Then the UFC goes, Hey, listen, Bobby, we have an opportunity to bring you back on the show. We think it'd be a cool story. Why don't you call a regional show, fierce fighting championship, whatever, and go get a win? So that the last time or two, so the last time you haven't been in a cage wasn't 13 years, and it doesn't look like a giant, and now it looks like yeah, you're really on a comeback, and you want to do this. I'm sorry, just, just, I mean, he's all we heard is he's a monster on the mat, and he had full mount. He took the dudes back and had full mount.
0: Once you start getting over forty, man, life changes. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> it changes. It changes, man. I mean,
1: you, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't hate
0: it, man. I, 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 I don't hate, hate it.
1: I don't hate it on his part. Yeah. I hate it on the UFC's part, dude. I mean, if I'm him, if I'm him, am I taking that shot? One thousand percent, I am. Yeah. And he's going into it No, know, knowing that people are going to say it's a publicity stunt and he and dude mentally he had the 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 mental i'm going to go prove all these people wrong and he believed in himself yeah. and that's cool and i give him all the props in the world to go out take that risk do it he fought the toughest dude in the house for his first fight he asked for that tough, fight but num- but yep. this is all props to him i'm saying on the ufc's part and on tough's part it's a bad look it's a bad look
0: they're trying to keep the ratings up man you think that you think the ultimate fighter goes away?
1: No. Cause I think Dana loves it and I don't think it loses money. So he's willing to do it.
0: Yeah. I could see that. I just, I don't know why. I just haven't, haven't been a fan this year. Hard to get into.
1: I think reality TV, <laughs> I think everything's played out on <laughs> For real. reality TV is played out, is dying to a degree because so much is played out on, um, Social media, social media, the um, so reality is already played out on social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. Um, we already see the fake reality on social media every day on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and all that. So,
0: he it does brought up a good point over 40 being rough. And look, Bobby is in great shape for his yeah, age, okay. but you got to think that that's a lot of miles, man. You're a jujitsu black belt. You, I mean, dude, I just started it, I'm like freak i'm sore every day man and you're doing that every day that's a lot of work on the body all
1: those things with the utmost respect for him for taking his shot knowing what he was getting himself into i'm saying and and if like i said dude who i take that shot it's like those people who like i can't believe that so-and-so is getting paid x amount of dollars like they blame so-and-so that whatever organization or franchise offered him that money and they took it like duh like that's what we're all trying to do is make as much money as we can in life. Right.
0: Yeah. And yep.
1: Maximize, maximize our value and our opportunities. Yeah. I don't hate on him one bit for it. And I, I hope he, I hope that he got whatever he was hoping to get out of it. But if you're the UFC, how can you say like, this is the show where we're going to give you a chance when they, they oversaw a legit prospect to give a shot at a, to get some rate, a ratings bump from a 43 year old that had it fought in 13 years. It's not a good
0: look. i us see him in some kind of season like they did in the comeback season. Okay,
1: Maverick if he I was gonna be on a comeback season with other vets and people in his demographic, may like that would be the move.
0: I want to see him at the Maverick Center.
1: That's what we should do. Is get him a retirement fight at the Maverick. Get
0: Center. him at the Maverick Center. Dude, the guy's a, I mean, he's hey, he's the guy's in phenomenal shape for his age. I'll, I'll give it Combat to him. Jiu-jitsu. Combat jujitsu. Ooh. Ooh, who's going to fight him, though? Do we have any heavyweights? You. <laughs> <laughs> well, UFC 4, that's about the only combat I'm getting into with anybody. Oh, boy. Did you see Carl Sims? And, uh, uh...
1: Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Didn't have a lot of interest in going to that event. And then I saw Carl and Ishmael's on there, and I'm like, Ooh. man, we might have to roll up to uh, mm-hmm. Logan. That would be fun.
0: Yeah. Might have to make that happen. Um. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that. I do want to see that. That whole card's a grappling card, right? Yeah. All right, I'm interested in seeing Carl and because uh the other guy trains at your gym, right?
1: Well, no, he or he is with Gustavo. Gustavo affiliate gym up in Logan.
0: Oh. Just
1: jiu-jitsu school. Okay. Yeah.
0: Is it combat jiu-jitsu or is it just regular jiu-jitsu?
1: I'm pretty sure it's just regular. Oh man!
0: All right, all right.
1: Cool. Hey, cool. Friday, we're back. UFC 275.
0: When's Blake come back, dude? We got to get Blake on a breakdown, a pay per view breakdown one. Uh,
1: I'll
0: hit him up. He's in Hawaii. We have I, some fighters. We got some fighter spotlights we need to do too. We got a couple of people reaching out. Well, some local guys. We got to get our oh
1: baby coming next week. So um, oh,
0: looks like I might have to.
1: Blake, Doc?
0: I want to get Eli. Eli's going to come on. Maybe we can get him and Natan Levy to pop on.
1: Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Doc.
0: All right, man. Hey, that was a fun one. We will see I'm you guys. Yeah, we'll see you guys on Friday. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't, get your tickets. Fierce Fighting Championship 20 at the Maverick Center June 25th. We have a jiu-jitsu oh. tournament. We have combat jiu-jitsu. And we have 10 fights for the night. It's going to be a blast. We'll see you guys later. We are.